This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Button. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of So TV. I am Tony. And I'm Marlon. And we are back with a review of what we episode two of Insecure. Indeed. Um so we are going to give this review. Uh, another episode comes out tonight. So mm-hmm. this is a little refresher of what happened in episode two before we get into episode three. Are we still loving the show? Uh, even more. <laughs> right? Even more. We're getting layers. We're yes. getting layers of characters yes. that we didn't get layers from before. And, like, yeah, characters are just becoming a lot more interesting. I agree. I agree. Okay, so let's first let's start off with this one thing that we didn't actually, well, two things uh, that we didn't address this in the first thing. episode. One, we did talk about the fact that Issa Rae, or we heard that Issa Rae had said that this season was going to be based around toxic masculinity and mm-hmm. so i heard out of Issa's raid's voice herself i mean not personally just through another podcast uh that <laughs> she was actually misquoted on that so they are going to be uh addressing that throughout the season but it isn't the focus it's not the main focus no, right it yeah. yeah it's going to be just as okay. as we expect very different layers going into yeah. different topics, addressing different issues. So we don't want to kind of lean on that. That's what it's going to be. So just want to yeah. put that out there. And you um, can kind of see that with this episode too. Yeah. You could kind of, you could kind of see that it was more nuanced than that. Yeah, absolutely. Which is great. Cause you don't want to base an entire episode around one topic. Yeah, for sure. It can get dry after like I don't know, three episodes. <laughs> it's like, we get it. it. Trash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, why am I watching this to feel bad about myself? Am I doing this? Right. Uh, okay, so in this, at the beginning of this episode, we are in Issa's, I believe we are, but we're talking about um, Issa and where Issa works. We got y'all. Yes. And they're mm-hmm. racist asses. And AKA I don't know, Logic I Summer Camp. <laughs> That's what I call it. Logic's a- after school summer cap. This, this is what it is. <laughs> exactly what this it is. logic way. It's so interesting because, I mean, in the a- other seasons, they did sort of address it, but they didn't dive too deep into the fact that We Got Y'all was very, like, disturbing. I'm so mad that I didn't notice the logo was racist. Me either. Me <laughs> fucking either. I feel like they showed it in, like, really quick, like, flashes, but still, I should have caught that. Right. <laughs> It's a giant white hand yeah, well, holding like shadows. And it's called We Got Y'all and the lady running it is white. So True. like But I love how and this is a lot of there was a lot of microaggression in there in this episode that's yeah. very triggering. Um <laughs> and just even her bosses being like, But it's my hand. I'm not racist. But it's my hand. <laughs> that shit was killing me. But guys, look, it's my hand. <laughs> like that means anything, okay? Oh my goodness! And yeah, that reminded that whole scene just reminded me of like growing up when I was in in just elementary and high school right. actually, because I grew up in Vaughan. And for anybody from Toronto, grow up in Vaughan. That's like, it's not. I wouldn't say it's predominantly white, but it's not predominantly black. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So there's a small portion of black kids. I would say probably. 40 to 40 to 60 or 40 to 80 maybe black kids uh, the entire school and so every class you're like one of two black people if that you know what i mean and when something black comes up uh they would definitely turn to you Mm -hmm. like so my nigga like well, on. (laughs) (laughs) please explain to us what is what is this dope in this context what does that mean dope Super triggering. Yeah, even in my uh, workplace now, uh, when I first started, I mean, 
there's there's now another black woman that they just hired a couple months ago but in my department i was the only black woman there mm. and i feel like that is a part of white privilege that they're they don't even have to notice that wherever the space that they're in that they're you know the the predominant they don't, like they don't but they don't to, go to spaces yeah. that aren't like they that. don't like they don't most, have to notice most that. white people yeah they don't have to yeah. notice that while we going into these spaces that's almost one of the first things that i noticed i remember yeah. i did like on my first day i did a tour and i met a bunch of people that were in my department and like at the end of the day i was like holy shit i always call that where's the niggas tour yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> every job I've ever been to, it's like, yeah, I'm going to give you a tour. Say it's like a call yeah, center yeah. or somewhere <laughs> with a large amount of people. Yeah. I'm like, all right, where are the niggas at? Where yeah. are, okay, they're scattered amongst yes. the Yakubians. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> you can count them. Like, every single time exactly. you can count them. Like, all right, exactly. there's three of us. I'm going to say hi, what's up next week? Like, you know? Can't count how many white no, people. No, not at all. Not at all. And they don't have to see that. They don't have to notice that. Or even... uh wasn't like last week there was this white girl and so my boss so we were working with somebody and they are african and they have a very african name i can't remember what it was i'm not about to disrespect and try to Hello, femi. something i don't know how to pronounce <laughs> so my boss is like trying to say it. she's black so she's trying she's trying to say it um and this white girl was like what and she's you know uh repeating herself and the white girl's like oh. what excuse me or bless you or something like that oh she's like oh bless you oh, i was man. like i sat there and as a joke as a joke oh that's problematic so hard i was like oh my god were there other white I... people around pardon were there other white people around other people were around but no one was really paying attention because there's like always so much happening and i wasn't even in their conversation and i was like working doing something but else. you were the one person that yeah. like kind of heard it <laughs> i was like oh Oh man, that's problematic! No, wow. I just couldn't even believe. At that. least they've gotten past the clicking, because yes. that was a bad. Like when Russell Peters came out with that um, melee joke right, back in right. the day, I remember white people were just attacking the clicking with <sighs> when it came to African names, and I was yeah. just like, "This is fucked up." <laughs> like, so man, I don't, I'm not African, but I know I'd be pissed. And exactly. that was when I was younger. I wasn't even woke yet. Right, <laughs> it's like, right. I know and this you, is it's bad. Already like secondhand <laughs> embarrassment. Like, please don't. Exactly. Oh, the yeah. worst. But, but anyway, so Issa's in a racist ass workplace, um, mm-hmm. and then also she also addresses what you were saying. Like her entire uh, coworkers wanted her to speak up about the fact that it was there was a racial issue going on and she was just yeah. like why y'all looking at me like why do i have to be the go-to person y'all see something yeah. racist happening you say something and it just goes to show that like even um like white people who do said something wrong they still look to black people to validate that it is wrong right without just being like yeah it's wrong you know what right. i mean it's weird that like they need approval of it being insulting because that means in my eyes that they don't see it as insulting so do you because if you do then okay then I guess. we'll get rid of it yeah. like we'll get rid of it if you if you feel like it's a problem right. like we think it's a problem but uh, i'm, I'm sure. fine like really realistically i can go about my day and I'm right fine. Like it but me. how do you feel right. about it yeah god horrible i hate that yeah it's the worst uh, okay. I hate that all problems aren't just like everyone's problems. Right, it's not uni- it's not a universal thing. Yeah. Right. Well, anyways, we'll move on past that because then we can go into a whole tangent about she. <laughs> so let's go back into Issa's miserable ass life right now. Uh, so mm-hmm. she keeps wasting, getting rejected. So I I guess and I'm assuming she's applying for different jobs. Mm-hmm. So she, different jobs and apartment hunting. And apartment hunting, yes, apartment hunting as well. And she just keeps getting rejected left, right, and center. Because our credit's trash. Super broke life. I don't even know when it got so bad. I was watching episode of the girl. When did this get when so I bad? saw, when she went to um, her accountant friend. What's her accountant oh, friend's name again? Oh, fuck, what's her name? I love her. Uh, so Kelly? Kelly, 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 Kelly. Yes. Yeah, Kelly. When she went to Kelly's um, office. They had this thing that I use too, um, which is called Credit Karma. Mm. She had it up on the screen, 
and that's like a it's a site where you can check your credit for free it doesn't affect your credit at all and it yeah. tells you who you owe what your like what standing your credits in and whatever yeah oh, wait, and on that page i know i feel like some people yeah. don't know this but i bank with scotia bank and they actually let you see your credit score now through your bank oh yeah which is gonna be every bank i don't know if it's other banks but i know scotia bank does it and so i have mm. that that literally online or through my app i can just click on it and see my credit score and i feel like that would be even more accurate than it's, credit card it's so. kind of ass backwards like i feel like that's a whole setup thing by itself because no one with good credit's just checking their credit like that right true so if you have bad credit and then you're checking your credit and then that affects your credit, what like they're setting you no, up for no, no, failure. No, 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 it's like, not no no, it's free. It's free. It's not No, I'm talking about before. Oh, I'm talking before, about before. Yeah, but you couldn't like, get it. Like I'm free. talking like right. ten years ago. I know. <laughs> if I have bad credit, I'm gonna wanna constantly check that to see if it's going up, yeah. down, whatever. No one with good credit is just checking their credit like that. So it's a set up thing. Like, oh, thousand percent. Why did they do that? Question. It doesn't even make sense why it would go down. There's no reasoning behind it. Get a loan or something. They're like, okay, well, we'll check to see if you can get this loan. But if we do, your credit's gonna go down. Like what? Like what? Oh, I'm sorry, you weren't approved. So I wasn't approved, and my life is shitty. Right, and now I'm gonna go for the (laughs) next one. I definitely won't be approved. (laughs) Like, yo, that shit used to cheese me because I made a lot of bad decisions when I was like 20, 19, 21. And like, cause I had left my house, like I was on my own, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just, ah, man, I think two or three cell phones I went through sure. carriers. Yeah. And like, I remember what, go, trying to go get a cell phone one day, and they're like, "Yeah, your credit is not good enough." Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, "Okay, cool." He's like, "Yeah, but when we check it, it does also go down a little bit." I'm like, "What the, <laughs> nigga?" <laughs> That shit pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, it makes no sense. It still, it still happens now. But yeah, they know. had it. They had it pulled up on the screen. Kelly yeah. had it pulled up on the screen, and Issa's credit score was like a four hundred and something. I was Horrible. hurting inside. Horrible. How does it even get that bad? Right. How do you get to a four fifty, four sixty? I don't even remember what it was. But how do you even get to the fours? I blame what. Lawrence. Of course you do. <laughs> the black guy's not on the show anymore. He's gone on to Top Gun. Leave just the saying, man alone. Just saying. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Wow. Wow. But yeah, she had a horrible, horrible credit score. Um, and it's so funny that she goes to... It's so funny that Kelly's the one that's like the level-headed one out of all the yeah, things when yeah. it comes to her life. Because she has a job. She's constantly getting sexually pleasured. <laughs> like she seems fine yeah. she seems perfectly fine right. I, I would love for them to extend her storyline in season 4 a thousand percent because um, she's hilarious anytime she's on the screen I know people love it oh a thousand percent it's a great she's scene she's so funny quotables bare quotables in her scene bare quotables and so in her conversation with Issa she does bring up the fact well Issa confesses to her that she's staying at Lauren, uh, Daniel's house for free and Cal yeah. like, well, what? Are you are you cleaning? She's like, nah. Are you cooking? <laughs> nah. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. How is she in this man's house, not doing anything not at doing all? Anything. I'm like, Isa, come on. Like, that's wild. That is that's super wild. Super wild. Especially when you're you're asking for more time. Right. Like, right. That's probably why she doesn't like, want to. <laughs> I feel like the least you can do is dust. Like, <laughs> like dust on one two at least. Like pick up a local t-shirt, something. Or just dust a place or something, man. Oh my god! Nah, she, I would never like. I know personally because I've slept on some couches in my mm-hmm. day. I, I either was trying to be completely invisible, right? So it was like to the point where. I don't affect anyone's day. Right. Nothing has changed. Right. You're just living your regular life. I'm just here. Yeah. Right? Or I'm that person where I'm like, I'll make sure your life's easier. I'll, I'll yeah, clean up. Yeah, make sure it's always clean. I'll wash yeah. some dishes up. I'll take out the garbage. So you'll feel like I'm not staying here just like, you know? Freeloading. <laughs> yeah, it has to be one or the other. And just surprise. Issa is just like, all right, girl, I'm trying to ride for you, but you're a whole ass adults i don't know why your friend has to be the one to say this to you before you like 
before this clicks to you. Like you have to do one. Because Issa's waste. I keep telling you, Issa's a <laughs> waste. I don't want her to she be. will sprout into a butterfly eventually, hopefully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for right now, she's waste. <laughs> she's so waste. <laughs> she cheated on her man. Her job's trash. She got demoted. <sighs> she don't have a house. Her car's trash. Like <laughs> she is finding herself. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, so when it's a girl, she's finding herself. Oh, when it's a man, oh, I don't know, waste man, dog. That man could never talk to you, Tony. No matter oh, how no, much ambition that man has. Not at all. That man could not talk to you. Yeah, but, and the thing is, too, like, I don't want to say this, but Isa also doesn't seem to it. have any ambition. She it, reminds like, me of what this does she aspire to do? Yeah, she reminds me of this girl that I used to know, like, we're still cool or whatever and she was that person that was like what do you like like what are your hobbies what do you do what do you want to do i really feel bad for those people i really do do too i do too i don't know how you arrive to a point in your life where you've been here for 19 plus years and you don't know what you like to do yeah like I, I, it's hard for me to even believe those people because it's like you've been here for so long, you've ne- you've never committed even, to anything long enough to be like yo. I tried with something that. or being like yeah, you know this is what I could see myself doing as a career yeah. or whatever. It's just but there are people like that when you're even in even say for instance you see somebody and they like you can tell they really really like cooking right like that's mm-hmm. their thing. Yeah. Even if they don't mention it to you, you just know like that's. A passion, that's like that's their thing. Like they could, yeah. you could probably see, or you even say to them, like, bro, like you should have, you should uh, yeah, catering. like you should have your own little spot, or sis, like yeah. you should have your own catering company. Like you're actually saying to them because you see how passionate they are, but they are about that thing. But there's like real ass people who do nothing. You're just like nothing. They just go through the motions of life. I don't know. Even that is even like I've tried so many (laughs) different things, and I'm still trying different things to feel like okay, where do I really fit in, or where am I? Like where does my real passions lie, or whatever the case is? Because I mean, especially you feel like you're multifaceted that you can try different things and. There's different yeah. industries or whatever that you or parts of business or whatever that you can see yourself fitting in with. Um, mm-hmm. So you're you're still trying, even if you're failing, you're learning and you're keep on going. So exactly. to see those people who are uh, content with just the most mediocre, mediocre type of life, average life, it trips me out. Especially how big this world is and how many. I feel like they crazy. they want to do something, but it's like so embarrassing that they just say, "Nah, I'm not gonna tell nobody." Maybe <laughs> I I hope that's it. I hope at like, least I feel that's like it. they all want to just like join the circus or some <laughs> that's shit. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that at There's all. Nothing There's wrong. nothing Listen, wrong with that. Want to join the circus? The big big circus costs enough money. I can't even Yo, go there. Yo, Soleil cheap. Oh, okay. Like, I know they're making money out there. Like, so go do that. But you, you cannot tell me there's nothing that you've seen that you're like, yeah, not I want to try thing, that. Not a piece of thing. <laughs> not even a piece of thing. It's true. Uh-uh. Like, you don't even want to pick up after somebody. Like, And being friends with that person is tricky. Draining. And it's hard. Because you want to be like, sis. Because they want to be involved in everything you're right. doing, but to have no passion towards it, so they don't do it even half as right as they're supposed to. Right, right, right. And then it's like, you can't even get mad at them because you knew this before you <laughs> even let them true. do it. You knew what you were getting yourself it's true, into. true, it's true. Fuck. You just know they're not going to carry you through. So you're trying to be supportive, you're trying to think, but... Honestly, I have, I have one of those friends, and I remember, like... Um, just constantly every time i saw her i'm like you should do this mm. you should do this mm-hmm. you should do this you should do mm-hmm. this like just throwing things yeah. out man because i'm like something's got to stick right something <laughs> <laughs> and nothing my goodness nothing Jesus. not a thing <laughs> still did it still in the same place she's oh, at right now man. That's... such is life life mush no for real mush. like life is hard as yo life is hard enough when you know what you want to do oh my god <laughs> i can't imagine not knowing just walking no. around aimlessly through life that can no, be man, me I can't i'll do take that. the failures a, man i'll take the try yeah, that's a follow body that's too much that's someone that's afraid to you know what it is sometimes too 
which I I don't blame them for this. Mm -hmm. I know there's sometimes when you aspire to do something that seems so big or so scary that you, when the opportunity presents itself, you choke. You're like, oh, I can't, I can't. Like, I remember times going to stand-up gigs Mm -hmm. where my heart is fucking, like, beating out my chest. And I'm like, I'm coming out with three, four, five different reasons to cancel on the way to the gig right. and I'm just like man I just gotta get over this mm-hmm. just gotta go up and when I do it I'm, I feel amazing right. and it's just like D- Will Smith said it the best the greatest things in life are placed on the other side of fear absolutely not even a question and that that is something I'm gonna live by from now on absolutely it's like the scariest things I've ever done are the most gratifying things I've thousand ever done thousand percent they say too like Ava DuVernay she had retweeted something I can't remember the exact quote but it was something along the lines of like when you feel that feeling of fear and nervousness and and all that stuff it means you're in the right place like all of that like all that nervousness just means you're in the right place but I but I also think that's different like the example that you just gave is very different from somebody who you're at least showing up right you're at least showing up because those opportunities don't just fall into your lap right let's Op- what did they say opportunity i mean sometimes they do very randomly like well you're not gonna be get, like walking you're not gonna provide be... you with opportunities randomly like, i think right. no I, I don't know if i believe that i feel like and you ever heard of beginner's luck thousand percent but beginner's luck but you're still there you still have to be present right yeah, i'm not gonna but be you can be present you can be present by accident like that's what i'm saying like sometimes like I remember one time I was at a radio show. It was like one of the first times I'm at a radio mm-hmm. show, and I've never done radio before, none of yeah. that. And it was a friend of mine that was doing the yeah. radio show, and the person, like one of, the, I was making comments in the back, mm-hmm. in the background, mm-hmm. and so the person like hosting or whatever was like, "Jump on a mic, mm-hmm. come on, let's talk." And I jumped on, and I was just like, "Man, this is amazing. I love this radio show." Yeah. And after that meeting, I mean, after that interview got a meeting for my own radio show right. and i was just like it's one of those things where i but that's I read not about by accident you just you literally just proved my point but go ahead but that was accident no, it, it was wasn't. complete accident because, because i wasn't there i wasn't there to be but on you the radio. were there but i was there as a friend i know i, I know i know friend. but okay if your friend if your friend was like i'm assuming your friend was like yo i have to do this radio show do you want to come with me I, I literally we're in the car already yeah. and he forgot that he was supposed to do right. it and so we just we are going somewhere else and he's like i gotta go do this okay like, and then right, you're cool. at the radio show and what hap- what would have happened if you just sat there and stayed quiet and you weren't yourself and spoke but i me. wasn't trying i know you weren't like trying i, to. I know you weren't trying i know you weren't trying to but you were there for what however reason that might have been fate the fact that you were there exactly but, exactly right that's fate that you were there but you could have sat down there and said nothing and then no one would have even known noticed that you were there i could have right i could have so that's what i'm saying like you were present in that moment regardless of yeah. like you know you being there you could have been there and just been and no one would even notice okay great radio show and kept it moving but you were present in the moment i trust me i'm not saying that trying to be like whatever i believe in fate and all of that kind of stuff but i do feel like there's parts of ourselves that if you're present in a particular moment or you you're doing other things like prepare you're almost preparing yourself for these moments then that's yeah, when pre- opportunity preparation meets yourself. opportunity yeah like that's how i yeah, feel definitely. i feel like there's a little bit there's a lot of fate but then there's a lot of like who you are and being present in a particular moment that like aligns it all together yeah and of course beginner's luck because like the the universal it's so weird like people will play crazy eights for the I first know. time it's not annoying though. for the first time so and annoying. then the universe is like here you, get a taste of what winning right <laughs> they get that first win you're like what the heck <laughs> they feel nice nice yeah. and then they can't win again <laughs> And now they're chasing that first feeling. Right. So, like, I love that. I love it and I hate it at the same mm-hmm. time. I hate, I hate it when it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, shit. I don't know how we got here. But, yes. <laughs> but this is what I love about the show, though. You're so relatable that you can talk about real life experiences. Yeah, for so sure. This is what I love about the show. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Daniel because I feel like the whole thing we were talking about character development really shown through in this episode with Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, first, when he 
I guess his friend had told him that he needed to go to this show or whatever to meet up with that rapper guy Spider. that he wanted to produce for. Spider. What's his name? Spider. Okay, alright. They said Spider, but I'm pretty sure it's just Spider. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta meet Spider real quick. Spider. So he wasn't trying to go, uh, I guess because the club is not his scene or whatever. So mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to go, but he obviously knew that this is what he needs to do to get himself out there because you can't just be building beats in your, you know, your little studio for how many years. You have to actually go out there and network with people and show people that you're here and this is what we do. Um, so I guess he came home. This is when Issa decides that she was going to yep. start cleaning. <laughs> Whatever. Um, that scene was hilarious too when she like hit the toaster. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> Is that a spider? Oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is! <laughs> 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 that shit was hilarious. She acted it out so well. That was so good. Yeah, I know. That was so good. Um, so he came home and he was. they had their first kind of like real friend conversation. I really enjoyed that. They were just like everything out the window and he was just able to open up and talk to her about what was going on. And... Um, she decided to go with him to this club, I guess. She was like, this is what you got to do. I'll come with you yeah. kind of situation. Um, she also made, he also made a comment. He's like, oh, like, where's the cups? She's just like, oh, you know, <laughs> my fridge. Because <laughs> but it's so funny. Women will do that, though. They'll improve your life in those little ways. Like a girl come to your house, no clean question. up, and all of a sudden everything's in a more convenient place. <laughs> And you're mad at first, but then when you go for it, you're like, oh, shit, this is kind of, this kind of do make sense. (laughs) We we all need a woman's touch, man. Like, I've I've always said that. We all think that we got it figured out and we're grown up and blah, blah, blah. But Uh then a woman comes into your house and just takes a one-two change or suggests a one-two thing. You're like, oh, shit. Word. I do need a plant in here. (laughs) So true. Um, so they end up going to the club, and the other producer guy, who's their friend, I can't remember his name. I can't remember really John people's names. Do you remember his name? The one who ends up letting them. Oh, club? um, no, I can't remember the producer's name. Um, Issa's friend, right? Issa's uh, Khalil. Friend. Yeah, I think they Khalil. both. They both Khalil. Yeah, Khalil. Khalil. Yes, I did write his name down. Yes, it is Khalil. Um, so this seems like they all knew each other from back in the day at school, and this is where we kind of see the first time some vulnerability, I guess, from Daniel, where he looks like he doesn't want this guy to let him into the club, and I think my first reaction was it stemmed from the fact that this guy, who they're both producers, seems to be a lot more further. Yeah, and this is what I loved, loved, loved about this episode is Issa captured mm-hmm. entrepreneurism, especially in the arts industry, very well. Because mm-hmm. there are times where there's so yeah. many moments where you feel like how Daniel felt there, where someone you feel isn't as deserving um, is making way more moves than you in the same field. Right. And you're just like, what am I doing wrong? It makes you question yourself, you know what I mean? Even though you're, right. you might be more talented but just not afforded the same opportunities. It's like you see that that hunger, you see that that um not I wouldn't say jealousy, but um more so like it could it, be a hint well, of jealousy. There's a hint of jealousy, but it's like I mean, it's, human. it's, it's more human. so directed in in the the way of man, do I need to be doing more. Like you know what I mean? Not necessarily that yeah, person's trash or that person doesn't deserve it, but like, ah, I need to be doing more. You know what I mean? Right. And so right. that's one thing I know I felt during entrepreneurism over the years. It's something you can't really help sometimes. No. And yeah. you don't want to feel that way. I'm, I'm agreeing with you as well. You don't want to feel that way because you want to feel like, you know, what's for you is for you. What's for them is for them. And yeah. you know, congrats to them. And, and that there's people that have come before you before. So what, like, what's the problem? Exactly. You don't want to feel that way, but it's, it sucks. That it does suck. It, do, it sucks, makes you feel man. like you, you're you're just not at a point in life that like you're what's supposed the point? to be. At. Yeah, it's like what yeah. is the point? Yeah, you start questioning. Yeah, I've a seen lot a lot of, of people just quit shit because of things like that. Yeah, straight up quit it because they're like, man, this person doing that, 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 
I've been doing this for longer, mm-hmm. and I still ain't doing this, that, yeah. that. So I'm gonna just move on to something else, man. The same for me, like. Yeah. Yeah. Some people don't. Some people don't dig Not enough. Dig long enough to find that diamond, man. I love that story about like. Yeah. The person, the person spending so much money trying to get some treasure and. They just gave up because it was like months and months and months, and then one person came over with a shovel, and boom, the next dig is right there. It's right there. So like, I always keep that in mind when I'm when I get into that mode. Yeah. Just keep digging. Just keep digging. That's exactly it. Um, which Daniel ends up doing a little later in the episode that we'll get to. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about Daniel and Issa's sexual <laughs> tension? In the club, I feel like it's at an all, especially when he's um, beatboxing in her ear for some reason. <laughs> Yo, all of a sudden this guy's mouth turned into a fucking eight oh eight. This guy, this guy became a human Fruity Loops. Like it made no sense. I'm like, why is this beatboxing louder than the music? Wow. This is it's just going so well. It's so well. The percussion's so on point. It sounds the same every time. He's so tr- he's might he might be in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a human beatbox, he and that might, might be, be what he's supposed to be doing. I was super confused. Yeah. It was like cute at first. I was like, "Oh, cute," but then I was like, "This is so fucking awkward." Like, nigga, who? It was. It wasn't that. He, okay, it wasn't that he was doing that. It was awkward. It was the length of time yeah. and how intrigued Issa was the entire way. <laughs> like, right, that's as if the saying. beat like, changed. The yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like the beginning, it was like cute and stuff like that. Then it kind of like was drawn out i was like okay stop yeah that was like the one moment i can say from this entire series no, that isa had a poor poor acting moment yeah no that was that was, that was a power moment <laughs> leave power alone it was a power moment <laughs> oh my god i can't i love how that's like the, the low bar <laughs> I don't know what has worse acting. Other than like Latin Lover, I don't know what has worse acting. Oh my acting. god, stop. <laughs> I can't. You're annoying. Um, so then, yeah, so there's sexual tension. They're kind of like being all jealous because, you know, they're talking to people, whatever. And then, so Daniel goes up to the guys, like, yeah, let me hear your beats. I like this whole like kind of interaction of it was kind of cringe, cringy a little bit of him, yeah, kind of sort of getting rejected, not rejected, but it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, like hit up my man's, like we'll deal with it later. He turned into a little pom pom. That's scary though. You don't think that that's scary trying to go up to somebody no, who's like, not at what? all. No, no, not oh at my all. God. I would never. Oh my god, not if you believe in your shit. True, and I would never get introduced like that, anyways. That's a horrible way. For any entrepreneur to go up to somebody, especially where you are, I know yeah. personally being in the club, I don't want to hear that shit at this it's time. True. If it's I'm true. at a networking party, different story. But I'm yeah. in my booth. I'm waiting for the bottle girls, and you're coming up to me telling me, "Yo, you got, you got to work. You got, I don't know who you are. The club is dark. I can barely hear you. Like it's just not. It's not a conducive not environment." For that type of interaction, if I'm gonna talk to you about some shit like that, I'm gonna get dapped up. My boy's gonna introduce us, blah blah blah. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, you want a drink?" Yeah, you're gonna say yeah, obviously. <laughs> I get you a drink. We chop it up for the rest of the night. Vibe out near the end of the night. Then maybe I might slip in. Yo, by the way, I do this, this, this. You should hit me up. Here's my card. Mm-hmm. Quick ting. Don't try to take up too much of the person's time and keep it pushing. Don't try to have some big, big combo in a club. And yeah. it's just, it just didn't make sense to me. So, like, yeah. he, he set himself up for failure in that he regard. He did. He did. And it, it just lends to, like, the fact that that happens yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Daniel, no, stop talking. Stop. Especially when he stopped looking at you and he's talking to you and he's not looking right, at you. Right, like, get the hint. You look big, fam. Look at look baggish, fam. I stole that from you. you <laughs> Straight did. up. I, I will not oh, I will not even hide outside? it. <laughs> What'd you I say? This. Are you like using this like outside of podcasts? Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, Mans are getting it. called Beg Gisha yes. left, right, and center. <laughs> yes. I'm if you guys you. hear Beg Gisha on road, know where it stemmed from. Tony Francis. 
fucking trademark that shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then there's a shooting at the club. I hated the fact that they had a shooting at the club. I really did. Why? Because I knew that that wasn't necessary. But it or was. Or it wasn't. They it said wasn't. before going to the club. That was a part of why they didn't want. He didn't want to go to the club. He's like, I don't like. That's not my scene. Yeah. That that club is messed up. Like a lot of you know, a lot of right. shit goes down there. Or whatever. So it was like. It's just one of those things where it's like, hey, I thought they said this club was blah, blah, blah. It's like you never really saw any hints of that yeah. um, before that moment. And it's right. realistic at the same time. Like, that, that shit mean, happens in America yeah, a yeah, no, lot. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like, I just felt, the reason why I felt that it was unnecessary, and, and I mean, I've never been at a club, thank God, that there's been a shooting. But I, I just always thought that it would be a lot more traumatizing than, like, just saying it very quickly and then moving on it's really not which is what they did it's really it's not. not it's not i'm telling you fucking traumatized you'd only be traumatized if perhaps you shot saw the person because many times when that happens as black people we don't see who shot we're mm-hmm. running <laughs> like we hear the one two pop pop we're gone yeah. the sprint is on so it's like you're not paying attention to that and a lot of times that shit t- ends up being funny it ends up being a joke where it's like, what? especially if you oh don't gosh. know the person yeah, and you don't, if, especially if no one actually got hurt. Yeah. Oh man, you're laughing at the end of that run. Everything's funny because you, you saw so many people drop. You yeah. saw so many people running for their life. You saw so many people abandon their friends oh that afterwards you're just busting oh jokes about the run. No, Black people have me. been traumatized for so long. Shit like that slides no. off our back. And I totally get that, but it would not be me, okay? That shit ain't nothing. You'd be shaking? Oh, thousand percent. That's like, I don't even like crowded, like, areas, crowded anything. I mm -mm, I have too much, I have a lot of anxiety, and that would just take it. I don't know. I've been in that situation too many times to count. Yeah, see, maybe that's it. Maybe you're, like, numb to that. And maybe they're numb to it, too. Yeah, like, I just. Maybe that's what they were going for. Yeah, because it is, like, especially on, like you say, the relatability um, that's very relatable. It's something mm-hmm. that like a lot of people watching are like, "Oh man, I know those ones." Like, yeah, <laughs> I know how fucked up Shit. that could be. Yeah, no, I, I guess, and that's why I was saying like maybe because I haven't been in that ex- uh, experience, mm-hmm. but I know I would have been like, "Oh no." Maybe we're busting jokes know. out of shock. <laughs> yeah, no, that that happened. <laughs> maybe that's our defense mechanism just exactly. kicking in. Yo, that was funny, right, guys? (laughs) Wasn't that so funny, guys? (laughs) You just fucking cry inside. (laughs) I hate my life. (laughs) But it does get us to Daniel and Issa talking about their failures and, you know, both of them opening up, especially Daniel. Yeah, that was really dope to see. Yeah, we see Issa's failures. We don't really need to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But hearing from Daniel and kind of like why he reacted the way that he did and as you said, like him being in the club where he doesn't want to be, but kind of knowing that that's where he needs to be kind of deal. Like, yeah, so it was tough. But I really liked that, you know, we really dived into Daniel's character a little bit more. Yeah, we didn't get that. It was all surface level before that. I think. Yeah, he's layered now. Like he, he there's more to him than just being the guy that fucks Issa and yeah all the girls love you know what i mean like he, yeah because it, it it did seem like he was very shallow before that moment like mm-hmm. it didn't seem like he was a guy that was in tune with his feelings or like a guy that was sensitive oh, to those type of things no, well maybe not to that directly but you do you have to remember from i don't think it was Maybe it was the first I remember him telling Issa how he felt about her and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, like that. Still, like, there was it was some, like there. that. Still, could be chalked up to ego. You know what I mean? Like True. you're t- you're basically battling with another man for a woman's love. For so that woman, could yeah. just be chalked up to ego. Whereas this is <clears throat> your hopes, fears, your dreams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is really what makes you you. So it was dope yeah. to see that he's a uh, multi-dimension and like uh, I like the fact that she did this because it shows that like when you're comfortable with a woman to that extent mm-hmm. where you can open up like that it makes mm-hmm. everything much more just more it feels very cathartic yeah it's cathartic 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 
I don't know. I agree with you. But one of those two. <laughs> it's, it's a very soothing feeling and it's a very yeah. comforting feeling being able yeah. to confide in a woman, someone of the opposite sex. Right. Um, especially if you guys are just friends. Like that that is a very unique relationship. It's very rare that you get that relationship with women because mm-hmm. you ain't gonna stay that way. Yeah, because don't. the sex and because it's too much yeah. sex, and now you want to be open and tell me about your feelings. Have you ever oh, had a friend <laughs> that you th- that's a guy that you has never tried a thing on you or never pushed mm-hmm. a thing and never you're convinced given the opportunity wouldn't. <laughs> See, there it is. Because it's always, it's always, yeah, listen, I have so many guy friends that never hit on me. They always look out for me. He's like my big brother. And then you go, but would he fuck you, though? <laughs> and they go, oh, what? Like, we just gotta think about it. If you were in a room, you guys are in the house, dolo. Uh-huh. And he walks into the room and you're spread eagle, no oh clothes God. on, coconut oiled up. You're going to tell me none of your guy friends would do it? You're like, I've been thinking about this for a long time and I'm ready for this. <laughs> just um, as, like, you can even just be tricking him to see if he's going to do it. <laughs> do it and I guarantee you all of them would do it. The only thing is I do have some guy friends who are like my exes. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. All right, no, Issa. All right, Issa. All right, Issa. Issa Francis in this only, bitch. Oh, no. I only say that because my ex is crazy, so I'll be like, I'm sorry, do you want to die? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing. This is fucking crazy. Oh, but, so I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about that. But I, I, I've seen that happen plenty of times. <sighs> plenty of times. Damn. Oh, so are you admitting that about your girlfriends? Yes. Okay. I have girlfriend, best friends that I've had sex with. Oh. And, have you, okay, do you have any friends that you haven't? Yeah, of course. Well, you would. Of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not all of them, but yeah, a I lot of them. Said. Of course. I just said. Wait, so all like, of them? No, yes. not all of them, because I'm not attracted to all of them. Okay. But the ones that I am attracted to, hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, I would be willing to risk that relationship. <laughs> oh my god, why? Because that's what it is, right? It's because it I is. know how I am. I know how I am. Right. So that if you're doing this, you must, I'm assuming you know how you are and right. you're willing to do this. I know how I am. I can't speak for anybody else. I know that yeah. I can separate sex and friendship. Right. I, I can, I can too. Yeah, I can too. I, me and sex and feelings are not intertwined. I don't conflate the two. I'm mm-hmm. not one of those people like right. the whole soul exchange and like <laughs> that's just not me. So right. I, can, I can differentiate the two. Some people, they... <laughs> They think they can until, you know, you get until them happens, a tumble. They can't. <laughs> until you get them a tumble. <laughs> Goodbye. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, Anyways, so in this opening up, Daniel tells Issa that she can stay, even though he was trying to act cute and acting like Vanessa was the one who wanted her to leave, but that was not the case. Yeah. Acting cute. So mm. he ends up telling her that... Uh, she can stay. Um, they go back to the house. Daniel calls Khalil, kind of humbles himself um, to work with him. Yeah. And Issa gets a job call back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so their lives look like they're heading up. Yeah. Which is nice. Definitely. Uh, and then <coughs> Daniel offers her his bed. But he's like, you know, I'm be working out here no, all night, you know what no, I'm saying? So like, no. you can go inside mm-hmm. there, you know, get. Mm-hmm. I know, cause cause a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? No, I got that temperpedic, no. so you no. could uh, yeah, just go slide in there, no. you know what I'm saying? I'm be out here working. No, this is not a good idea. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? He's working. He's like, I, you know, I'm not gonna be in bed tonight, so you can have the bed. That's why. Right. And where is this going to lead to? Okay, you can come back tomorrow. Okay. Nah, nah. Just if he's working, he's working. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was working and I know someone's on the couch uncomfortable and I know I'm going to be up all night and I'm not going to use the bed, that's just right. mean. True. I, 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 I feel like I'd be laying on the couch like, wow, this nigga really not going <laughs> to offer his bed. <laughs> 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 you see my neck? I got crook neck. 
No, because like once you offer it one time, I'm telling you, it's just going to be a continuous thing. Well, maybe he's soft conditioning her into, you know, getting messy. Get messy. That's it. Hey, but maybe he wants it to get messy. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? You feel me? You. Isa, no, run, girl. Run. Isa likes him. I don't care what nobody said. Oh no, they love each other off. They, they're here pretending and trying to fake the funk, like, oh, it's nothing, we're just friends, whatever, whatever, and it's just not the case. Because look at him with Vanessa. That shit feel dry as hell. No, because she is dry as hell. She's trash. <laughs> How is she trash? Um, Why is she calling, um, what's it called, thuggish? I can't, what was the line she said again? What? Ah, what they were talking say? about something, and she's like... I love light skin love. She, I can't remember what picture she saw, and she's like, "I love light skin love," and I was like, "What?" What? <laughs> and she and she size? uses she called something thuggish, and it was like an insult. I don't remember what it oh. was, and I'm like, I'm "Wow, this girl's trash. She's a basic bitch." Oh, that's garbage. Yeah, she's hella basic, and you could tell in the way that he was interacting around her, like. He's trying to have like a deeper conversation with her. And yeah. She's just focused on social media and celebrities, and yeah. he can't get a word in like to to just have a conversation. Whereas with you see the the difference with Issa, mm-hmm. where she's completely engaged, looking him in the face, yeah, and they're having that back and forth discussion. So you can see the the differences in um in relationships, and that that's part of the reason why he's like. Oh, you can stay a while longer if you want. You know, like, yeah. and she's like, but what about Vanessa? He's like, who? <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, yeah, uh, uh, she good, she good. Don't worry, I, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to talk to her real quick. She'll be fine. It's my house. It's my house. I pay the bills here. <laughs> I wear the pants. Well, that's good, though. I, that's good. I hope, I don't know. I, I do like them together. I do like them together. I'm lie. still trying to figure that out, to be honest. Yeah, that, that, I'm a little apprehensive. I don't, I don't know, know if exactly I like them together. Why, but I am. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I don't I, know. I am. Something seems I don't know off balance between yeah, them. Yeah, right. Something's just off balance. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Well, we'll be revealed in time. Daniel yeah, might be abusive. I'm just putting it out there. You know. <laughs> <I'm joking>. What? <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like he can go into a drinking binge at any moment. And because he's constantly drinking, like I don't know if you noticed that, but he's always having a drink. Oh, I didn't. Really? Not always, I but he has a drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'll all the time, but he be drinking. He be he be having a drink here and there, and yeah. I can see um, something where he places a lot of expectations going yeah, south for him yeah. and then mm-hmm. him going into a deeper drinking binge and that leading mm-hmm. to but other things. But the thing is, is that I hope that that's not the case because I feel like they explored that already. Not not that Lawrence had a drinking problem. Yeah. But kind of exploring men and not being where they want to be in their career and how that affects their personal life. I feel mm-hmm. like we've already went through that. With but Lawrence. we're still going through that. Huh? Da- but we're still going through that with Daniel right now, and Issa, at the same yeah, damn no, time. Yeah, percent. They're both. They're both whatever. But more, I guess, more so, her having to be the Lawrence's bounce back savior. was super quick. Like I'm it talking was. two episodes quick. Yeah, because he'd already been in there for like four years. Let's not forget. Touche. Okay. Touche. Wow, you hate Lawrence Hive. Listen to that. I heard the spiciness just now. I was like, "Go spicy." Facts are facts. (laughs) So you won't accept the facts are facts at Issa's waist. So this is a great episode. (laughs) Cannot wait for episode three. Seeing how Issa and Daniel's relationship, how that goes. Hopefully, we'll see Molly more in this next episode. Um, and then Kelly and the other girl. What's her name? Yo, I still need to know what Amanda was doing when she was supposed to be watching that show with them. What? Oh, yeah. Amanda Seals. I don't know what her character's name is. I don't is. remember her character name either. But I still need to know 
what's going on over there. Oh, thousand percent. I hope they don't like you know sweep that under the rug. There's some shady shit happening in her life, and I need to know what it is. Yeah, me too. I hope that wasn't like just a you know. It, <laughs> It could just be, like, the toxic masculinity rumor all over again. Like, we just paid too much attention to that one <laughs> to thing. To that part, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really... I want them, their friends to come back because I always love their scenes and their interactions and their friendship. Yeah. They always have, they always have like, three, three or four episodes where, where it's all the friends. Yeah. Definitely love that. Um, so yeah, so I think that is it. Uh, episode three tonight. I would and just like to point out, sorry, that um, Issa is being way more supportive for Daniel than she ever was for Lawrence. Thank you. Um, that's all. As I said, <laughs> four years. I think after four years, nigga, I'm good. What are you doing? So wait, you thought Issa was the supportive one at the start? And she just gave up? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because according to Lawrence, herself. she never tried. Hmm. You think she hmm. never tried with Lawrence? I don't. I don't think she ever tried. I don't think she ever oh. tried in her whole life. What? Yep. You heard me. Lawrence Hive. Okay. We out here. Right. Well, that's Nine Link up. Um, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe You're going to pull a Nicki Minaj on he it? Cut, cut his, his mic head. off. How did he get that roof over his head? Yeah, um, the man was working before. On the couch at all times. You, you, what? You, what? <laughs> what? Isn't that the? Oh isn't that the app? <laughs> I'm getting pissed. You gotta do something. I, I just, I just have to assume that after four years of you trying this thing and it's not working out and you're not making any headway and you refuse to get a job. <laughs> what? Why what was, what was the app job? called again? Whoop whoop. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, it? and it looks and sorry, but it does look like Daniel's producing life. Who ha- who's the one who has a place? Issa doesn't have a place. Daniel has a place. So I'm assuming his producing is actually at least paying the bills. I'm a, uh, well, he's letting people use his studio that are trash. So yeah, it doesn't I guess. Matter. Okay, money after Mecca. Jeez. So it doesn't matter. Wow. At least he's paying the bills. Lawrence Hive. Okay, well, we out here. That's enough. Random link up. Marlon's leaving now. Um, wow, she's Nicki Minajing me. We will see you. <laughs> Cut his mic off. <laughs> Cut his mic off. Cut it off. <laughs> we will see you for episode three. That is it for now. Uh, where can they find us? They can find us on iTunes. They can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify. Um, we out here, as they would say. And um, to freedom. Definitely. Your mic cut out right at the end. Your mic cut out? I couldn't hear Oh, I said to freedom. (laughs) (laughs) It cut out again. Every time you go to say it, it cuts out. Whenever I say to freedom. What? (laughs) Let's just end the episode. You can't hear me. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Every time you go to say what you're saying, it cuts out. I don't know what's going on. Except for that. Anyways, that's it. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Later. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.